Welcome to episode 115 of the Black in Fashion podcast. Guys, make sure that you are being in tune with all of the new things that we have out. Send in your black notes, send in your anonymous letters so that we can read them on the show and give you some advice, as well as send in your videos for the I Am Fashion campaign. I am your host, Lenise Collier, and today I am joined with Kay. Kay is one of my fellow fashionpreneur buddies. She has an amazing background, and we're going to get into all that. But of course, first, a little icebreaker, this or that. So I just want you to tell me what you like over the other. Okay. So, wide leg or skinny leg? Ooh, today I'm wearing a wide leg. So, so is that the, always your first choice? Mm, boot cut. Boot cut. Oh, boot cut. That's all. <laughs> Wedge or mule? Uh, stiletto. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Hoop or stud? Uh, hoop. Hoop. Um, side boob or under boob? Side. Side. Okay. Yeah, right. side. Get freaky with it. <laughs> all right. So we just want to start. Kay, tell us a little bit about your fashion background, how you got started, and just a little bit about yourself. So I got started um, in, I would say, 2013, 14, officially, like, by going to Parsons. But fashion has been in my life. I've been sketching since I was, like, six years old, like, in the back of my notebook since I was six years old. I used to sketch like this Victorian outfit. Mm-hmm. So I've been sketching from since a young age, um, you know, and I continued and I went to, par- went to LIU, excuse me, first. And after LIU, I left and I went to Parsons. I was crying in LIU. Really? I remember, I remember I did not belong there. Why? Because they didn't have a fashion program? They didn't have a fashion program, but I just, you know when you know that's not where you belong? Mm-hmm. It was one of those moments. I just did not belong there. I went to NIU, felt the same way, and transferred to a fashion school. So yeah. my first year, I did the same thing. Yeah. Okay. I sat there, and I remember, like, looking at my professor, professor and he looked like Humpty Dumpty stuff. <laughs> and I just started crying. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah. This ain't where I'm supposed to this be. This is not where I'm supposed to be. And then, like, from there, I just started hustling, making clothes for myself, and just getting better at my craft. And from since then, went to Parsons and graduated and been in the fashion industry from since then. Gotcha. So what would you say your specialty is? Because, like, we all got something that we're good. Ooh. So would you say it is illustration? Is it pattern making? Is it sewing? Is it marketing? So what is, like, your inch? I niche? am... An amazing pattern maker. I hate pattern making. I um, <laughs> that be the bread and butter. Yeah, but I I hate, oh no I believe in pattern making. Mm-hmm. Don't come here with a jacket <laughs> looking hot mess. Now I'm gonna look at your stuff and be like, <laughs> who made this pattern? Right. But I'm I'm great at pattern making, and I think it's because that was like the hardest class for me because. You off by, you know, you off by an eighth. You you fucked up. You fucked up. Yeah, so definitely. I am great. I'm a great pattern maker. Um, right now, I consider myself a fashion technologist because I am in the technology of fashion. You know, I've started working in 3D design for fashion and bringing what I know as design into the 3D world and how that, that you know, show, show up. Gotcha. So, yeah. Understood. Okay, all right. So within the 3D design world, what are, 
how is it beneficial right now? Because I feel like I see it a lot. Like I'm now I'm starting to see like some NFTs and oh, yeah. this whole meta like universe thing happening <laughs> like within fashion. So what do you what do you think about that? And where do you see it like going within like the next year? So for um, 3D, a lot of companies aren't doing this, but I wish a lot of the companies benefit like they use 3D to its fullest potential placing it online, like using it as a selling mechanism. Um, right now, a lot of companies are using it for in-house selling to like for buyers, mm -hmm. market week, but a lot of them aren't using it online. Like I think Balenciaga did that. Mm -hmm. um, there were a couple of other brands who did use digital fashion mm -hmm. and it, they brought it to life. Um, I use browsewear, there's clothes, there's so many other programs, but I'm particularly an expert, you know, I'm gonna toot my horn. Go ahead. <laughs> I am an expert in browsewear, you know, all overall. Okay. So, yeah. Okay, that's dope. So how do you feel? Well, let's, let's just talk about designers for a little while. So tell me your feelings toward, <laughs> why is you laughing already? <laughs> I ain't even asked the question yet. <laughs> I haven't even asked the question yet. Okay. What'd you think about that? I don't even know. <laughs> I'm breaking myself because I know. <laughs> I know how we get right. <laughs> what are your thoughts towards the designers um, that call themselves designers, but you know, just throw a little shindig on the t-shirt? What's your thoughts? Let me go ahead and ask me that. Because I want to know your opinion. I'm. I'm <laughs> <laughs> um, you I mean, can speak wrongly. <laughs> if it's not a designer, no, it's not a designer. It's a okay, graphic designer. So you're not. You're not essentially a designer because you're not. A designer doesn't always necessarily mean cut and sew. You have to be in, like, knowing how to sew. Because there's so many people who don't know how to sew. Right. You're a creative director. But a lot of people don't know the difference between a creative director, a graphic designer, and a designer. Right. We know that. We work in the industry. There's, like, being a designer is, it's so, it's not a narrow one-way street. There's so many ways you could go in design. Um Putting your logo on a t-shirt, you're a graphic designer. Mm -hmm. um, running a brand without any knowledge of fashion or knowing how to, like, you know, like, just the bare minimum of, like, pattern making or just knowing how to, like, you know what, I need this done. We know we could just in-house sew this quickly for mm -hmm. the fashion show. I don't know if I would consider you, like, a designer seamstress or you are probably a creative director, mm -hmm. which is good because, you know, Virgil was designer he was, <laughs> no he wasn't like i say that all the time virgil's right. not a designer right he's, he's a, a creative, creative director. director he doesn't right. know how to design like right. he's not sitting there like sketching out he knows what he wants and he has a team who believe in his vision so i don't know if i consider that a designer like you are a graphic designer but not right. like a cut and sew you're not a fashion, fashion designer. designer so that, yeah i think and that's just like defying what they are if you are a graphic designer or a fashion designer or a interior designer, designer yeah but like just like i just think that the 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 front the phrase or like the name fashion designer is just thrown around so much and then you know when i speak to people and they tell me and i'm just like what do you do and they tell mm -hmm. me they're fashion designer and then they show me their stuff and then i see these t-shirts and these hats i'm just like you're not really a graph you're not a yeah i think maybe because i'm so passionate about it i'm always just like i don't like the title being thrown around because it took a lot of time and work and money and for you just to say and just to call yourself something that to me is just like what wait yeah. just just okay maybe you got you got you're aspiring you're yeah. trying to get there but, but you you're not there yet. yeah and to I me agree. if you don't want to learn your craft to me that's even more the reason why to me you're not a designer because if anything that i'm going to do and i just think in any industry you should always be a student of the business no matter what industry that you're in you should be a student in that industry but a lot of people are not like they you 
you gotta have a good marketing team and a lot of people like I'm a t-shirt you know I'm a designer mm -hmm. they got a label they have a you know yeah you know how that goes and a streetwear brand and it's like I, I don't want to kill anybody's dreams right but who are who's your masters and who you're selling it because you're probably just selling it to the local in the neighborhood you're probably not <laughs> <laughs> you're not no not to say every door needs to be like um you know um department stores but are you getting spots in like certain stores like where are you selling it other than just you're in store is it being sold globally is it being sold like right, you know across america like is it your is your brand just a quote-unquote hood brand right what you said hood brand yeah, no, you, <laughs> not you, even urban but hood. No, a hood brand. you know a hood brand it's i know what a hood urban. brand is. it's just a, a hood brand it's a brand that's you know in the hood in the hood gotcha that's hilarious <laughs> <laughs> so tell me this since you mentioned it now i want to know what are your thoughts on fashion shows because to me i just feel like fashion shows are pointless they don't make you any money sometimes they get real ghetto um oh. they're not buyers they're like how they used to be and people don't even know what the hell market week Lanise, is even to begin Lanise, with. Lanise, I, was Lanise, I was talking about that i was saying like everyone's like oh are you gonna get up and dress up for fashion week i'm like why designers didn't go to fashion week that is a <laughs> Fashion weeks are for um, buyers. Fashion week is for um, for magazines, editorial. Those are the people who attend fashion week. Right. Designers we that work for the brand, we volunteer. Now I get the influencers go, but it's like I don't know. Like I, I don't care to get up and go to fashion week. Like mm -hmm. it's I love fashion. I work in fashion nine to five. I don't want to go afterwards. Sometimes, a little after five, mm -hmm. I work in fashion. I design on my, like, by myself or, you know, like, at home, independently, outside of work. Like, that's what I do. I love fashion, but going to fashion shows doesn't necessarily, like, people think if you go to a fashion show, you're, you live, breathe, and, like, yeah. I went to a fashion show on Sunday, and I haven't been to a fashion show in years, like in years. And it, you know, while I was there, I realized why the hell I ain't been to none yeah, of years. But like, I went because it was one of my clients. But normally, like I, I get invited to stuff. And I'm just like, uh, uh, because I know it's gonna be, I don't know, ghetto, and yeah. I just don't like that. Like, I, honestly, I don't like the the group shows because then it's like it's first of all it gets boring after a while they don't send runway no more like they literally have one person walk down the runway and they come back Honestly, and i'm so used to it being like one person at the top one person in the middle one person like it just going like it's not supposed it's to be that not, long and then people don't let me tell you this i've seen a lot of people things and i see i know a lot of girls upcoming designers who want to you know they want to do their fashion show i understand that they want to showcase their work mm -hmm. a lot of them don't know how to build a collection I watch that. a lot of cohesive stuff. Yeah. Oh, it's not cohesive at all. You guys don't know how to build a collection, and a lot of that comes from like we went to school for this. They teach you how to build a collection. Like, Definitely do. Why this first thing matches the the, the last thing that comes on the road? How the story tied? A lot of them don't have a brand story. Like wow. you ask them, what's your brand story? None of them know what a brand story is. They yeah. don't have like, well, what was this? Um, what was this inspired by? Well, which one is your um. Highest selling um, piece. Piece. Mm -hmm. And how do you? How are you going to translate your highest selling piece, keeping your brand history and keeping your true identity of your brand, but still giving a little extra because Boom. you don't want to lose your clientele. People don't know that. A lot of them don't know that. Yeah. And you know, 
They don't. It's, yeah. And I, like for me, <laughs> in the, this past couple years, or not, in the past three years, all the brands that I've done product development for, I'll be lost at the design consultations. Yeah. I'm just like, I don't understand it. I don't get it. But you know what I felt like I was doing was allowing them to just have like that creative space to do what they want. I'm like, maybe I'm just not their consumer and I don't understand it. But after going through creating all these brands, I had to literally change my entire company around to make them do the educational part. Mm-hmm. And that's the first assignment brand identity. I make them do their selling appeal, their um, distinct characteristics, their mission, their vision. That's the first assignment. It's because I need to understand who you are as a designer and what you want in order for me to even help you. So now you can't even come to LC Apparel Consulting and work with me at yeah. all without the program. They like, it starts, and it's high. It's yeah. expensive now, but it's because it as counts it with the be. education and the mentoring and the coaching because I just felt like I was doing them like a disservice. And yeah. I'm just like, the fact that I created so much clothing and then I saw all the different things, like once they came together, I'm like, I still don't get it. I still yeah. don't get it. It's not going to sell. And I just felt bad. And I was just like, these ain't either, it's not the right type of clients. They'll get discouraged after mm-hmm. one thing and like not like letting it just go ahead and just be the process. Then to me, you're not a real designer. If you get discouraged after one thing, we not, we, everybody don't sell their first how, go around. How is um, the selling for you, a lot of your clients? Do they come back <laughs> like multiple times or? <laughs> Okay. I, I, had, I, had, <laughs> I had a handful of people who came through that did know what they were doing, and then I got another handful of people that did the mentorship, did the coaching, and are selling well. But it's because they did the mentorship and the coaching. Like, we built out that brand deck and that brand story from the get-go. Mm-hmm. So before, like, yeah, they came through with designs, but once we got through that brand story, shit changed. Fabrics changed, color changed, everything changed, because you they'll start designing before they even know what the brand story is. Like, who are you designing yeah, for? They don't who know is who this for? No. Oh. Because I get people, and that's my first, and one of my first questions is, what size do you want your samples in? Mm-hmm. And then I'll never know. And then that scares me because it's just like, well, who are you making clothes for? Yeah. If you don't even know what your models are, are you making clothes for so tall women, have, petite they have, women? They don't, they don't have the, so they don't know how they want to grade it. They don't know, because, okay, cool. <laughs> Not that face. But yeah, that happens. And then like, and that's, I should have known. I should honestly, I should have caught it back then. Like, oh, wow, I'm really attracting people there from the ground up. And I'm fine with helping people from the ground up. But you got to be able to, like I said, yeah. be a student of the business and really know. Because like, if you're coming and you don't even like, well, what's standard size? I'm like, standard size? Each brand has their own standardized size. size. There yeah. is no standard and size. And people will be so surprised. Everybody feel like a standard size is two. I'm like, you, when you see a size six, half of these models some of them are a size six like mm-hmm. they're not like even close they're not even yeah that's <laughs> a two, a two. A two like so i have a segment it's called it's a success or it's a disaster mm-hmm. and this sex this segment is actually brought to you by 620 style they are sportswear made with a joyful spirit it, it effortlessly weaves together fashion and functionality with threads of bright colors and bold statement pieces we don't just want to be a part of your special day we want to be a part of your every day so definitely check out 620 style she's a cl- she was a client clearly <laughs> um but tell me i want you to basically tell me about something that happened within your business or within your career field that was, um, it went to shit. Like, it, it was a disaster, but you learned something from that experience and it made you either adopt a different practice in your business or in your career. Huh, speaking up for myself, we, mm. we spoke about this offline before. Yeah. Um, speaking up for myself, I I think because it's, we're a minority in general, right? Mm-hmm. We're even more of a minority in the fashion world. Now in the fashion world, then we go into design. We're we're this we don't exist. Like, and mm-hmm. I'm talking about in like I've worked in like known brands. Mm-hmm. So we do not exist. And before I remember thinking like, oh my god, I got this job. I'm always like the the only black girl. Mm-hmm. 
until a specific moment, it made me look, I looked at um, myself in this industry as like, wait, and what happened to me? I was like, wait, I'm not special. Nothing about me is unique because I went through the same thing a woman in banking is going through. Mm-hmm. I'm going through the same thing a woman in like, um, as like a doctor, something is going through. Like, it's, it's, I'm not unique in the, the experiences that I'm having. And by saying that, it's like I had to learn how to speak up for myself because being slighted for race, bonus, as a black woman when somebody else who is not black mm-hmm. is getting something that's been there less than you and Mind you, your reviews is on point. Right. A1, you managing a whole brand. You managing by yourself. Never missing a deadline. Everything is good, but why is the money not matching up? Right. And having to speak for myself. So, speak up for myself. So, that's something I would say, like, in the past was a, you know, it should Harder. be. Harder. Yeah. yeah. And then I had to, like, know now, my rate. I'm not going for nothing less than that. It's nothing less than that. I speak up for myself. This is what I want. I told my job this. Mm-hmm. My raising bonus have to equal a Chanel bag. <laughs> come, okay. through, come talk to me. Like if it's not a Chanel bag for what I do, mm-hmm. oh, you need to get it's a Chanel bag. I need to be able to walk out of Chanel mm-hmm. with a bag. I feel that. Yeah, I did the last episode that I did. Actually, it comes out today or whatever. I talked about like how to say and how to be comfortable with talking about money in mm-hmm. certain situations, especially during like the interview process. Because yeah. ain't no point of accepting something that you know that you're not gonna be able to be financially stable on. Oh. And how we have to speak up for ourselves and know our worth and stuff. That literally, the episode that drops right now is literally all about that. And even how what to have on your resume to yeah. even like just kind of spruce it up a yeah. little bit, you know, and take you know, even though they don't want us to have our businesses on our resume because they feel like it's like. Uh, competing and stuff. Yeah, push, I will. I I told stuff. them to put it on your resume, but just put that you work there or something yeah. like that. Like, and then just talk about it as if you were an employee of the business. Sometimes you just gotta tell them what they want to hear. Yeah. Um, and I was, I tried to not do that and like tried to get a job one time with like with the business and stuff like that. And that guy thrown so off guard with the questions. They're like, so you have your own business? So what do you, you just want to work here so you can like get the money to do your own? I was just like, yeah, kinda. Lot, <laughs> yeah, but a lot. You'll be surprised. A lot of these people are not. They're um, they don't like that. They don't. Yeah, they I don't know. Like, and then they want a robot again. We are a minority, so I'm pretty sure you was not interviewing with people that look like you. Not at all. So it's like my my assistant now, um, amazing. Oh my god, the best hire I ever had. Best hire, best hire, best hire. I tell her that every day. Mm-hmm. She makes me so proud to say like, I I made sure what I went through. They were trying to do that she's gonna get this much i spoke up for her because i knew what i went through mm-hmm. i would not want her to go through that and mm-hmm. i know what's like being a black woman in a, in fashion and she's amazing she has her own label nice. and most people say oh why would you want to hire somebody who have their own thing listen she has her own thing it don't interrupt with the nine to five that she doing exactly. what she do on the side is what she do on the side listen if you that's your main priority once the work get done yeah, I don't I'm really like care. all my employees have their own brand. Like yeah. to me, it's like because like hy- like not even hypothetically, but realistically, someone who has a design degree is a creative, mm-hmm. and a creative is not a robot. Mm-hmm. So if they have a design degree, even if they don't tell you that they got their own business on the side, oh, they do something on the side. They absolutely work it. Like there's on no it. way they're that you gonna hold a creative it. to a yep. nine to five without them having something on the side, yep. whether they mention it or not. But anybody that knows how to design, that knows how to do technical design. Trust and believe they yep. got something going on yep. on the side, without doubt. I agree. Yeah. What do you mind sharing your? What is your nine to five? Um. So I am. 
I am a 3D, I'll say the company, not the, the specific brand. Gotcha. I am a 3D designer at PVH. Um, I do love it. I have a management team of nine. Nice. That's why I said this. It better be a Chanel bag for my bonus. <laughs> I get um, that. But I do manage a team of nine with only three direct report twos. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so you like it a lot. Yeah, I, I love what I do. Mm-hmm. However, because you're in 3D, you're still you're still stunt with like it's like growth. It's okay. like you could grow, but it's you're missing I'm missing the creativity of designing. Like honestly, I picked up my fashionery mm-hmm. um, for the last two years since like 2020. Last time I like when we saw each other, mm-hmm. I have not picked up my book to sketch. Really, I entered this year on my vision board saying I want to sketch more, and I sat there on I remember this um, January 18th, and I sketched four pages. That's dope. And I was just going off like just going just going mm-hmm. yes um on monday did the same thing sketching like i i do like to incorporate like i would love to and i do as well incorporate like my regular designs and put it in the 3d world um because nice. i do like to see how it is it's like it's the best way to see samples if you cannot afford like too much fabrics if you know about fabric qualities and you know how to like you know manipulate it on in general, in um, fashion, mm-hmm. you know, actual fashion, um, you could do it on 3D. Right. So, so you can see exactly how it's going to be. How, how it's, it's going to look. look. Yeah. yeah. That's what's up. And do, and do you have, like, your own, like, side business or what you're working so on? So I, at a point, I was working on a swimsuit line. I did take a back end to it. You know, it's, sometimes I get discouraged. I'm my own worst enemy. Mm-hmm. And it's because um, you think about funding. You know, of like, course. where am I going to get funding? Cause I know who my clientele is. I know the fabric I'm trying to use. And people don't think about all of that. You want to build a fashion, a swimmer line, or you want to build any fashion line, mm-hmm. you got to know about your costing. I know Absolutely. what my costing going to be. For my so, costing so to I need be that, that money for the I costing. I need the money for the costing. <laughs> Absolutely. My nine to five cannot fund my costing at all. Gotcha. Like, it, it just can't. Like, I'm not going to lie and sit there and say, like, I make a, a pretty good penny, mm-hmm. but, like, my nine to five do not. It can't. Not enough of what you want it, to do it, at this point. It can't. It probably can make a sample or two, mm-hmm. but to produce a whole line, no. Gotcha. Okay. Get that. So, do you think that, like, in the future, or whatever, like, that you will, like, pursue it a little bit more? Because, like, you can always get, like, you know, as a black owned business, we got so many grants and loans and funding out I there do. that we're, you know, I do. Pre- not, well, we, it's out there. We just don't go for it. You that's know, you got And it's that's a, true. S- sitting down and filling out grants and loan applications is a long experience. I have now made it, I do it on Wednesdays now from two <laughs> to four, just because I need the <laughs> capital, yeah. you know, like, try not to get discouraged or whatever because I need it to, like, grow and stuff like that. But, like, I feel like you can still do both and bet on yourself, but it's like you got you to gotta have the resources because the money is, is hard. It's hard to get the money that you need, like, without doubt, but you can do, the, like, the things that you do have control of, which is, like, you're sketching, and that's how you get it out, mm-hmm. and you're being able to be creative and stuff like that. So that's dope. So I I always wanted my, my own fashion line when I was younger. Mm-hmm. When I got older, I knew what my strengths were. And to know some people are not okay with knowing that's their strength, but mm-hmm. my goal is to revive dead brands. I've always wanted to do that. There's That's a, dope. I want to revive like brands that like honestly, most people would not get it. But um, two places I always three places I want to work. Obviously, if you put it's not a dead brand, but Balenciaga. 
I know my 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 a my sketching and my design game and my eye is a one. It could go up there. Okay. So Balenciaga was the other one. But I wanted to work two places. It's either for Coach. Okay. Oh yeah. They, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. They, they absolutely need it. Need it. They Coach, still need it. They no. They need it. Okay. They're doing better. They still need a little help. <laughs> they do. They are. So Balenciaga Coach. Coach. It's been one. Uh, and Lady Sean John. People actually. See, why? I want to. I want to see that because I, I know I he has know, back control now. Yes. So. I met Diddy mm-hmm. on the street in 2019. I saw Diddy and I was like, oh, hi. And I like he was sitting there with Steve Strout, I think his name was. Okay, I don't know. In Soho. And I went to him and I asked him for the number. Like, I, I specifically told him, that's what I want to do. I want to design for, like, Sean John. Like, I know what I could do. You give me the right team, mm-hmm. the budget. You got I, it. I know what I, I can swear. do. He said he's about to hire like the new team and everything, yeah, and like, like completely I, revamp the brand. I really, really want. That's what I want to do. I know I could come in. I may not be uh, I may not get to creative director yet, mm-hmm. but senior designer, um, associate, you know, like a, a notch under creative director, mm-hmm. put me there. I will be able to do it. That's I will consider my own. That's lit. I'll be looking. I'm, I've been waiting because I saw two people. It was one other person who told me they wanted to do that too, and I'm just like, as soon as he posts that job, like y'all got to be on I'm it. On he it. gonna hire black. Like I know he gonna hire. Well, he probably not in control of the hiring necessarily, yeah, but, but he gonna put the right people in place to make I sure wanna, it happens. That's where I want to be. Like I've since I was younger because I because I hated how Sean John was for women mm-hmm. when I was younger. It was so and people. I never was a streetwear girl. Like I was a girl who. I mean, I do wear streetwear, but I was a girl who wasn't like a label girl. Like you would never see me with Sean John. I, I did have a little rocker with pieces. So. Yeah, same. <laughs> and a little Nietzsche. Mm-hmm. But right. I, was, <laughs> I had that too. A little Mecca. But, <laughs> but I haven't like I wasn't somebody who was dripped in all of that. Gotcha. I just I was I'm like good at style. We like you know I dress really really nice, but mm-hmm. I have an eye for like design. Like that's that. I could be in a room and just leave me to like design. I, I'm happy. Like I That's love it. But reviving dead brands is like what I want to do. Like I wanted to hope that she never sees this. I remember going to Tracy um, Reese. Reese and working there. Mm-hmm. And she said, I hope she. I hope she do see it. <laughs> she know my face, girl. She know my name too. <laughs> it's okay. It was black. It's girl called. Mag- it's it called constructive black- criticism. It was black girl magic. And one thing, I really really wish she had taken me under her wing but also listen because I want I, I knew like what I could have done there mm-hmm. and that's where that that's where that um, passion for rebuilding brands came from yeah sometimes they be stuck in they you know the way they do things and stuff like that because I've seen that on multiple occasions too and yeah. I've seen them just yeah just going like, down but it's like you gotta Stay yes. current. Like, you got to stay current. You got to stay the time. You got to hire styling. young talent. Yeah. yeah. And it was her styling. I was like, who is styling this? Like, some of the pieces wasn't mad because, honestly, I couldn't. When I first started working there, I was looking at, like, there was two or three pieces I did like. Mm-hmm. But there were other pieces that was like, who's her mark? Like, who's she? Look like old ladies lady? for a little while. Yes, yeah, it, it got real it, old. It got real old. old and yeah. she missed the part of like, it was like, you know, 1990s, early 2000s. Now we're in the, this is 2015 to 2000. Like, this was like 2015, 16, 17, 15, 16, around that time. Mm-hmm. We need to update the styling. Like, Absolutely. But my mentor at that time, um, she worked in sales. Mm-hmm. And I used to watch how she styled it to understand the brand because 
she styled it nothing like how Tracy styled it, but she used to style it up, and that's how I seen like, okay, I could see the brand now, but mm-hmm. not everyone has that vision to style like her because she's right. a stylish woman. Makes sense. So. Okay. So before we wrap up, my last segment is called It's a Muse. So if you just want to say like a book, a mantra, a quote, uh, a morning ritual, just that you want to share that will continue to inspire someone to like just keep pursuing like their dreams. Oh, um, huh, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah, we live to inspire. I always say this and I have this on my wall. A life without fashion is a life not worth living. Oh, okay. It's not. Okay. Yeah, we can't walk around naked, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> a life without fashion is a life not worth living. living. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah, to keep pursuing. Keep yeah. pursuing your dreams. All right. If you want to just drop your social media handles and how to find you and how to keep up with you, you want to go ahead and do that. And I'll also put it in the show notes as well. Okay. My social media is KWorld. K-A-Y-Z. W-O-R-L-D. Underscore. Again, that's KWorld. Underscore. All right. So make sure you guys follow Kay and keep up with Kay. And as I always say, stay black. Peace out.